0: Welcome to Entrepreneurhood, where we break entrepreneurship down into three simple pillars, business, lifestyle, and motivation. Our goal is to use our personal experiences as industry leaders to guide and inspire young entrepreneurs to see the lesson in every challenge. Because we understand that companies don't succeed, people do. Now welcome the leaders of Entrepreneurhood, Lay Kim and KB.
1: Welcome to the neighborhood. You got your boy Lay Kim in the building and I got my brother KB in the building with me. We're on episode 34, and we decided to name this one, Seven Streams of Income. Now, KB and I, we've been talking to a lot of entrepreneurs over the last couple of days, and we want to address a myth that we believe a lot of entrepreneurs, they've been saying, and they're starting to believe it. So KB, he found a quote,
2: and he's also going to let y'all know why we decided to choose this episode. Today's quote is, why be a jack of all trades when you can be the king of one? And this was said by yours truly. Mr. K of Lewis, a.k.a. K of the Trainer. And I'm speaking from experience, We're trying to do so many different things, but I'd rather be known and be the king of a particular industry. And then from there, I could leverage on to the next thing. For this episode, we really want to debunk the myth of having seven streams of income and understanding what that really means. So we all, making money is the name of the game, but how you do it is even more important. Fact. We notice many entrepreneurs, they tend to wear many hats when it comes to making money. I can speak for that. I'm one of them. (laughs) (laughs) But instead of doubling down on their gift and finding a way to scale their business, they tend to jump to the next opportunity because they want an increase in income. We all want more money. For this episode, we want to let our entrepreneurs know that you don't need seven streams of income, but they can build up one stream seven different ways. (laughs) Say that one more time, bro. Say that for the people in the back. You don't need seven different streams of income, but they can build one stream seven different ways. Yeah, bro. Like I feel like that
1: quote right there speaks volumes because that's the biggest thing that we want our entrepreneurs to know is you could take your one stream and build it multiple different ways instead of jumping from one opportunity to the next. So I'm excited to share with our entrepreneurs, what are these seven streams of income? Because I feel like I want our entrepreneurs to know what the seven streams are, and then we're going to explain some of the problems that we've heard our entrepreneurs say. So KB, what's the first stream of income that we got for
2: our entrepreneurs? The first stream is called earn Income, and this is what most people do. Um, In America, it's nine to five. So it's basically when you trade your time for money.
1: Yeah. And this earned income stream is, I feel like, the first one that everyone learns. Because I know this is the first one that I knew. And I thought for a long time, this was the only stream. The second stream we got is profit income. And profit income is when you buy low and sell high. My favorite kind of income.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The third stream is interest. This is when, you know, the banks really just be caking off of us. And it comes from lending money. I pay you, I give you a certain amount of money, you're going to give me a certain bag all the time. (laughs) Sound like a shark. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: next stream of income is uh, rental income, right? That's when you're a property owner,
2: you got tenants, and they pay you money for living in your crib. That's my kind of stream right there. (laughs) (laughs) The next one is uh, capital gains. So it's when assets increase in value over time. So a perfect example is the stock market. You know, if you bought Apple when it first came out, you invested in it, you got a lot of money now. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: a fact. And the last stream of income we got for y'all is royalty income, right? That's income from others to use your ideas. So that's the idea of you create something once. You sell it to someone, and they got to pay you every time they use your idea. These are the seven different streams.
2: And that income, uh, for a lot of people, they will familiarize that with music. So anytime a song is sampled, the original composer gets a royalty check. And Kanye made a lot of old people money because his whole catalog is basic samples. (laughs) We create it once, and people like it, then they got to pay you for the music. What I like with these seven different streams is...
1: Once you overcome and you master the earned income stream, the other ones is where you finally get to a point of not trading your time for money. And I feel as an entrepreneur, that's the end goal
2: that we all are working towards. The American dream is not making a 80K, 100K and with a white picket fence and a foreign car, Mercedes in the driveway. It's living free, doing whatever you want to do, wherever, working from wherever. And that's going to cost more than 100K. It's going to cost about half a mil to to live that lifestyle. And it's just a new breed of entrepreneurs with the digital world that we're in, where you can make money off of digital products. You don't have to be physically present anymore. Yeah. And
1: I think that's why we decided to choose this topic, man. Like this episode is to address a lot of the things that our entrepreneurs, they're thinking of The seven streams of income. So let's jump into the problems, KB. I I wanna talk about some of the three main problems that we've heard our entrepreneurs say over the last couple of
2: weeks. First problem I need seven different streams of income to become a millionaire. So when you hear that, and when you see that on Instagram, you might see a meme. You might think, all right, I have to own a business. All right, I have to do stocks every day. All right, I have to find a way to loan money. I have to find a rental property. We guys have to realize you gotta slow down and understand that you can run up your business and you can make it a million dollar company just from selling products you can buy a house for you know two hundred thousand, renovate it fix it up sell it for eight hundred thousand. you just got to relax to get to the million it's not you running around with your head chopped off and trying to hold seven different bags at one time <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier to hold one big bag yeah and kb i
1: feel like that's the biggest thing right there man like entrepreneurs We are grinders, right? So we always are looking for the next best opportunity. And that sometimes hurts us in the long run. That's why I definitely want to address a solution and an experience for this one. I definitely want our entrepreneurs like, this is going to be a a perfect episode for y'all to take some notes because this one's going to be deep. The second problem we got is when our entrepreneurs say, I'm a jack of all trades. And,
2: and a master of none.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and my message to my entrepreneurs is you can't be the jack of all trades if you want to be an expert in a field. If you're trying to become an expert, man, you got to master one thing. I know it's a common thing that people are like, yo, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. I'm like, all right. But what are you great at? That's what I want our <laughs> entrepreneurs to, to focus on.
2: Because if you want a service or you want a product, you want the best of the best. If you're doing multiple things, you're not going to be considered the best of the best. And you just got to reverse engineer your thought process. And I always give the example, if you're going to go to a a different city, a foreign city you're not from, and they say this is the best rib spot, you're going to go to the five stars instead of the three stars. This three-star restaurant might have a burger spot, a taco spot, a shrimp spot. But they not five stars. I'm not going to spend my money with them. And you got to look at it like that. Are you a three-star entrepreneur or are you a five-star?
1: Oh, that's so good. Yo, bro, that is so true. Because like my thought process when you just said that is, yo, let's say we we go on Amazon to buy a a product and there's a bunch of products on Amazon. Which product are you going to buy? Are you going to buy the product if it's the same exact product? It has the same exact design, the same features, the same benefits. But one says this is a five-star product from this producer, and one is a three or a two-and-a-half star. If it's the same exact thing, one person, they've mastered their delivery on, on it, you're going to go with the five-star hands down.
2: Without question, bro. So what's the last problem? <laughs> the last problem, this is when you talk to people and say, yo, what's up? How you doing? And they be like, yo, I'm in grind mode. So the third problem is I am in grind mode. The only thing about grind mode is it doesn't stop it's not sustainable. So you working successfully is not going to help you get that million by you just physically like, I got to do this. I got to do this. You got to understand that when it comes to being a million dollar company, it consists of systems and teams. So if you're doing everything by yourself in your business and you holding that flag and holding that, that cape, I'm doing this. And I'm a self-made entrepreneur. Then you're going to burn out very fast. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely something that I can relate to because for my fellow entrepreneurs,
1: this was a thing that I said for a long period of time, man. I, I always just told myself I was in grind mode. And by me being in grind mode, I gave up a lot of stuff to stay in grind mode. I gave up my health, I gave up a lot of happiness. So I definitely
2: want to address this one when we talk about some of our experiences. For the first problem, I need seven different streams of income to become a millionaire. I used to fall victim to this logic, and I used to think I have to do these different things. My logic was, I'm going to just do all these different things and something's going (laughs) to (laughs) pop. And that was just me, like, just playing lotto. Like, I'm doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of modeling, a little bit of real estate, a little bit of acting, a little bit of training at a certain time. When I was doing all these different things, the lanes, it it looked good. Oh, he's always busy. He's always working. But a lot of people know I was broke. I was broke because I was splitting my time up so much where I really couldn't be that extra nudge. I couldn't get to that fourth star because I didn't have the time to put in the work for what I need to do. And I think it's easy to fall victim to this in social media society because we always want to look like we're working and we always want to look like we got multiple bags coming in. But if you don't have that solid bag that's going to help circumference the other bags, then you really don't have nothing. Fall into the seven different streams. Fall into different streams is very easy when you see things post on social media, certain memes and certain quotes. But when you really break it down, you can run it up just from one stream. All right. So I got a question uh, following that. What were all the different lanes that you were in when you first started like your journey of entrepreneurship? I started with selling products. I was selling products for a multi-level uh, marketing company, and I was training. That was pretty cool. I didn't, wasn't making no money, but it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that was another form. Basically, you sell the products. You buy it for low and you sell it for high. So that's part of the profit income. So I'm like, I get the profit income and I get the earned income. And I can really do something. And as I realized, as I kept going, then I started getting into, no you know, And it was more earned income. And I realized all these different things I'm doing is earned income. It's not really me mastering one thing so I could do the other things. And people understand that the other streams of income requires less time. So earned income means if you're only going to make money if you're there. Me doing four different types of earned income and not being a master of it, but just being good at it, I'm not going to get paid more than what I deserve. So it's like now, you know, I get paid more than what I deserve because I took my time to nurture everything I need to do about training, renegotiate my broker to get a better split. I deserve more. I couldn't do it without the result. We always want you. I want to be a million. I want to be a millionaire. What do you really deserve? Like really ask yourself and have that vulnerable question, like how much work am I really putting in? And what do I deserve by the end of the year for what I put in? One of the quotes that come to my mind when you say that is,
1: at first, you will be underpaid for the work that you do. And then eventually, you'll be overpaid for the work that you do. And I think it's a cycle that our entrepreneurs got to know you got to go through. You have to. At one point, you're going to be underpaid. And then eventually,
2: you're going to be overpaid. Six dollars a session. (laughs) <laughs> pick up and drop off.
1: The other thing is that I wanted to ask you KB was I even seen you change your bio over the years, right? In the beginning stages, your bio kind of, you know, pinpoint everything that you did and it was a lot of different things and now you've condensed it to like the I guess your areas of focus. So, what's
2: been your progression there? Of course, when you're doing stuff on social media and you just want to write down all your accolades and everything you're a part of. So you want people to think, yo, I'm a mentor. I'm a wellness coach. I'm a physician. <laughs> I, I'm an actor. You want people, you want everybody to come to you. And I just realized I'm like, my page is my personal page and business page. But this just says KB the trainer. So if somebody doesn't know me, if I have all these different things that I'm trying to do or say that I'm doing, it's almost confused. What is he really great at? Or what is he known for? Over the years, I always change my bio and always cultivate it. And to a point now, it's, all right, this is what I want you to come to this page for. And if you see how I am with this brand, then you're going to be understand. you're going to trust other brands that I do have. And I think that's an important simple fact that people get to know you before they actually speak to you. You know, your bio is very important and your one-liner, what you say about yourself is very important. And I think that's uh, super important because as entrepreneurs, when you get
1: in the game of business, again, I guess your social media and your, your bio becomes your resume because we really don't have resumes as entrepreneurs. Your resume is what people see about you online. And you got to tell your
2: story online or someone else is going to tell a story about you. Point blank, period. Your resume is within your result, whether it's a you know a product or a service. And people, I learned is, it's more valuable what people say about your brand than what you say. Mm-hmm. So when you have a platform where people, you're displaying the testimonials, you're displaying the results that you provide, that gives you the social proof that, yo, this guy is credible. This girl is credible. She's good at what she does. And I want to work with them. I'm interested. And that gives people the opportunity. Let me just message them. Let me email them and ask further questions. That part of business is what
1: entrepreneurs got to know how to double down on it. So... Here's my experience KB's when you know I hear entrepreneurs say I need seven different streams of income to become a millionaire. I don't think I I never really thought of having multiple streams of income before 2018. I just told myself that once I have money, I'm going to know what to do with it. That's, you know, what I was the story I told myself. And that was a a big false understanding of what I told myself. Because I was like, look, wait, Kim, just focus on this. Once you get the bread, you're going to know what to do. I always told myself that when I seen people doing multiple things, I was like, nah, I don't want to do that because i rather master my craft. That's what I kept telling myself. I, I saw a lot of people dabbling and dabbling. And I was just like, nah, I'm not trying to dabble. I want to become great at this, great at the thing that I was doing. And the reason why was because I think I burned myself out trying to do so many different things before I started my sales company. So to keep it a hundred with everybody, before I turned 20 years old, I think I had about like 15 to 20 different jobs before I turned 20. I don't know if that's the Jamaican in me or what it was, but like KB, like I was burnt out. So once I saw that I was good at sales, and that there's a lot of money to be made. I was like, I'm not trying to have seven different streams. I'm just trying to master this stream and
2: see where it goes from there. If I'm not mistaken, weren't you like a gardener, a, a trainer, a RA, and a motivational speaker all at the same time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I was the pizza man too. And I was the pizza man, bro. Don't forget that. But yeah, bro. Like literally what you just said was true. At one point, I was cleaning the buildings on the outside, like doing the landscaping. I was a pizza man at night. <laughs> I was an RA in the middle of the day. And then uh, on the weekends, I was uh, a banquet server, like serving weddings.
2: I forgot about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, I don't know how I was doing all of these things or why I was even doing it. I'm grateful that I did it because it showed me everything that I didn't want to do. But it just burned me out. It burned me out before I got into sales. So once I saw that sales, I can make a lot of money doing one stream of income. I was like, forget all the other streams. Because all the other streams, I was making like two, $300 a week doing all other streams. No
2: disrespect of anybody that's making that right now. But it just sounds so crazy as times pass on. To bring that up, I actually found one of my old checks. Actually, my last check before I got laid off as a counselor and i worked for two weeks and guess how much i made bro 275 uh, 230 but it was the best thing i had at the moment and i appreciate it because sears before that used to pay me like 815 or something like that 715 an hour and they give you 11 hours a week oh my! i was God. basically getting paid to go to work basically <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually glad that happened because that was the last check that really devastated me wow It really let me go. But that was the best thing that could ever happen. That's my favorite failure. When you realize this, yo, if I keep working two, like people that say, I'm grinding, I'm going to get three different jobs. You realize, one, your health is detrimental because you're not supposed to be working that much. And then if you think about it, you're really not making more money if you could just focus on that one job and elevate it, take the earned income from the the job and and invest it. Yeah. So now you have time to study. You have the time to learn this new trade, this new skill set. And now you can really be in control of your time. But if you're working 80 100 hours a week, that's not sustainable. At all. And I realized that at an early age.
1: So that's why I never really understood the seven different streams of income or I never really was hip on it. Like, I just didn't think that was something in line for me. So... I get where entrepreneurs, they say that they want seven different streams, but before they even get there, man, like just master your first stream, like master your earned income. I think the biggest mistake I see a lot of entrepreneurs make KB is they dabble in so many different things. And what you were saying earlier is that like they spread themselves thin. Your earned income is low and you're trying to
2: like jump to your next income and it's backwards. And it goes along with, and the next problem is like saying I'm a jack of all trades. Why be a jack of all trades where you could be the king of one first? Facts. And you want to be that go-to person. So if somebody hears sneakers, they automatically think Nike. And that's because of years of branding. So when you hear about certain athletes, LeBron is powerful. Like his whole thing is strive for greatness. In order to get to that level of these multi-billion dollar brands, it start off by just scaling what he's good at, which is basketball. He had to make sure he's elite at basketball so he could get these different sponsorships and get a lifetime Nike contract. He could have played football. He had the ability to play football. Yep. He probably could have retired, came back to the NBA if he wanted to. He is the king and arguably one of the best players we've ever seen because of what he put in, in the game and what he, how he invested in his health. So as a business, you want to make sure you're the king of your industry, the queen of your industry. And understand that you gotta have a go-to, have a niche, have a target market. Because we could be both be trainers, but we train different kinds of people. And I see that a lot of trainers they want to train everything. They want to say we got sports medicine, we got uh major weight loss for obesity. We doing stretching, we doing yoga, we doing uh, we doing hit classes, we doing everything. This, this... What are you specializing? <laughs> Dang is this a 99 cent store? <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to? Like, what's something that you can do that nobody else can? And that's who you want to be for your industry. This is how I do it, and this is the way I do it. And I just feel like more people need to understand you don't have to be that. You just, you know, be the king of your niche. When it comes to
1: our entrepreneurs, say, I'm the jack of all trades, it sounds good, man. It sounds good being good at a lot of different things. But what I challenge the entrepreneurs listening to do is, what are you great at? And I'll share with you my experience on this, KB. When I hear people say I'm the jack of all trades, this has like always been one of my pet peeves. Like from the beginning, what I told myself was that I would rather master one thing than be okay at a bunch of different things. And don't get me wrong, entrepreneurs, there's nothing wrong with dabbling in other things for fun. Because again, what I did was before I was 20, I dabbled into so many different fields to see what I didn't wanna do. And I was the jack of all trades at that point because I was S- I was Xing off things that I didn't wanna do. And funny enough, you was talking about LeBron because when it came to sports and business, I told myself that I really wanted to be good at one thing. And looking back at my life, KB, I noticed that in sports, I've always been faster than most people.
0: Right.
1: And when it came to business, I always realized that I could sell things and, and make a profit and fun fact over the years, looking back on it, I've always stuck to those two things. That's why I tried basketball and excuse me, I tried football and I was like, yo, football, I could dust everybody. I'm faster than everybody. And that was the one thing that I knew I was good at, but I lost my passion for football. And then I switched to basketball. And then when I got on the basketball court, I couldn't make a layup, but I would. just I don't know if you remember, bro. Like when when I first started playing ball, it was uh, at the rifles, bro. Every fast break, I would just be running full speed, bro. (laughs) And (laughs) out the
2: glass.
1: (laughs) Yo, and the layups would just go right off the glass. Like it wouldn't even get close to the rim. It was just like. I was still stuck in football mode and I was just outrunning everybody. And eventually my coaches showed me how to, (laughs) my coaches showed me how to control my speed. And and I realized like, yo, like Kim, this is your advantage. Like you are faster than people on the court. So master that. And when it came to business, I was like, I didn't realize this until like looking back on it, maybe a couple of years, years ago. But I'm like, yo, I'm really good at selling stuff And, and I'm good at selling it for a profit. And those are the things that I decided to master. I've stuck with them. And that's my core. That's when people think of me on basketball, they just know I'm fast. When people think of me a business, they're like, yo, that boy could sell salt to a slug. So that's what I want to be known for. So when people tell me that they're the jack of all
2: trades, it gets under my skin. And when you put it like that, man, I just think about how we grew up and where we came from. And. I was always good in a, in a lot of different subjects in school. And that was my thing. I was just good at a lot of different subjects. And I was high 80s, low 90s, average student. And when, once I started to lock in on the things I was really good at, I've been getting hundreds and 105s in those classes. <laughs> so I just took that same idea when I came to business. Listen, let me lock in and not spread my time so thin. And I could always jump back into modeling. I could always jump back into acting. I even had to scale back from real estate for a certain amount of time because I wanted to build up my brand with training. So it's, you got to understand knowing what season you're in. And I know training is delicate right now because I'm, I'm focused on spreading my, my brand with my app because of COVID. caused me not to train in person. Now I could train more people because everybody's open to train inside now. So it's, I need to take advantage of this season where the world is adapting to new normal. So it's whatever your business is, you got to understand what's going on and where to take a step back from. Cause everybody's going to always look for a house. Like that's not going anywhere. Facts. And training is my own personal brand. So I could run it up however I want it, whatever price I want to run it. And I'm in full control. So you got to understand that people that is great at multiple things get it. I'm great at multiple things, but what's really going to make me take it to the next uh, level. And it's so funny sometimes now. By me training so many different people, that helps with my real estate deals. As far as the brand quality, yep. So people are like, yo, you look mad familiar. Oh, you train one of my friends. Now it builds rapport. Now it's oh, I trust this guy. Somebody else work with him. All right, I want I want him to help me buy a house. Facts. And then, <clears throat> do you remember
1: when we first uh, got into quarantine and we was talking about you were hesitant about doing like the the in home training or like the Zoom training? And now that's something you feel super comfortable with.
2: Yeah, because what I didn't personally want to do the Zoom training be in front of the screen because I'm like, that's still earned income. So I was like, let me duplicate myself by creating a better program. And if I create it once, then I can make money over time. And they see residual income or royalties paying me for my program, my thoughts and my ideas. So that's when I'm like, hold on. My same stream of training from earn. Now it could be used for residual income because I have everybody on a subscription plan for my training business. So that's another perfect example of doing that and also made me realize I need some merch. So I bought a merch, everybody bought a merch for low, you sell for high, Yeah, that's that's profit income. I'm like, (laughs) all right, we get somewhere. So I could take my earnings from our business and I could put it in the market. Now we getting capital gains. And that's all for one stream. So it's, we got to relax. We get really just got to relax and just put our thoughts on paper and just write it down and run it up, whatever that first business is. Bro, and I think that's the one thing
1: I want entrepreneurs to really like peep what you just said, man. Like, <clears throat> I remember at one point we was talking about some of the goals that you wanted to do last January. And you was telling me like some of the numbers you was trying to hit. And I'm like, look, bro, I think but you could definitely hit over 10 bands in in, in a month. And you were just, once you locked in on the mission and you knew exactly what you was going after, you found a way to make it work. And and when you told me that you hit the goal, I was like, yo, bro, this is a a beautiful thing because you locked in on the training, you capitalized on the opportunity because you know how it is. Every January, everybody's trying to work out.
2: That's a fact. The new new people. <laughs> uh, and, and that little conversation that we had, well, not little. It's a big conversation, but it was just us just talking regular. It sparked me. And the first month, I didn't hit the 10K. And it gave me so much hunger because now I'm like, yo, I'm this close. I'm at like 9,200. Mm-hmm. Next month, I hit 11. Damn. So, so I'm like, oh, this is real. like this guy (laughs) i'm like yo shout out to lay and i I had to call you and thank you for that because i never thought about it from that way i was thinking about just saving or hitting five or six and he's like yo you can do it and i think you know that's a big part of us hitting our goals this year is that accountability and having accountability partner to really go along with your vision
1: yeah and i just knew Like from how you operate and how you move that 10k in a month beyond attainable. And it's the same thing for our entrepreneurs, man. Whatever goal you have, like just raise the bar just a little bit more. Whatever your goal is that you have for yourself right now, just raise it just a little bit more because you can really hit it. You just need someone that's telling you you could do it. So KB and me, we telling you you can hit that goal. Whatever the goal is, raise it an extra two, three, four, five thousand dollars. And then get busy going after it.
2: And when we say this goal, we don't we're not referring to earned income entrepreneurs. We're talking about the other six streams. Because the other six streams is unlimited on what it can be. If you say Yo, I want to make you know five sales, and then you make the five sales, you set a go for 10 sales or 20 sales. We want you to concentrate on that. Because we know if we work a certain amount of hours, we could get paid. But we pass that. Like it's a different level of entrepreneurhood. You, we want y'all to get the bag from putting an idea out there or for selling a product or for making interest or making a certain investment or playing in the stock market. You got to take advantage of these other streams and keep your earned income. We're not telling you to quit your job, but don't put all the energy into your job. Put it into your business where you really want to to grow because there's no limit on that. And that's the key that I want the entrepreneurs to like really listen to is yo
1: master your earned income. And then as your earned income increases, you take that money and then you spread it along the other six streams. That's how you accumulate true wealth. Let's jump into the last problem, KB. The last problem is when our entrepreneurs say, Yo, I'm in grind mode. Anytime you see him, they'd be like, Yo, how you doing, bro? Yo, I'm in grind mode. I'm grinding.
2: Grinding like, they grind over, I'm chilling, bro. Y'all know
1: the people that like, anytime you ask them, and I used to be that person, so I ain't even gonna hold you, but you know that person that anytime you see him, you are like, yo, bro, how you been? They be like, yo, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. Here's my example, man. I was in grind mode from 2015 to 2018. And I'm not gonna hold y'all. I made the most money I've ever made in my life during those years. In fact, I was actually looking up the numbers and I made over 280K personally over those four years. However, no one ever taught me how to manage my money or how to invest my money. And what I didn't realize was that I was working harder on my job than I was working on myself. Mm. And looking back on it, KB, I realized that all I had to do was to take a few weeks to educate myself on how to build better systems, to free up my time, and then I could go from there. I don't regret things, and I learned a lot from those years. And what I realized was those four years when I made all that money, it showed me one thing. It showed me that I know how to secure the bag and my earned income message. But now I challenge myself and I challenge my entrepreneurs to see. Can you, like, allow your other six streams of income to outdo your earned income? And that's the ultimate goal of what me, KB, and all the real entrepreneurs is working towards, is because when your other streams outdo your earned income, that's financial freedom right there.
2: Yeah, And that's when you might... No, it's the time to go to put your two weeks in. <laughs> if, you got a, if you got a solid business model, but don't just jump out the gate. Like me, when I jumped out the gate, I was young and my responsibilities and my expenses was low. So it was like all of nothing. <laughs> when you put it like that, it's very plain when you, you know, look back in retrospect about, you, know, you was making so much money, like literally is making so much money, but you even have time to even educate yourself on how to keep it or how to make more, or how to sustain it. Because you're so busy in the field making sales, getting bonuses. I was in grind mode, yeah. And that's really scary because you can be thinking you're doing something great, something positive, but at the same time, you got to look at the long term and realize grind mode is not sustainable. Like, stop getting paid for working hard and get paid for working smart. Facts. I'm going to say that one more time. Stop getting paid for working hard and get paid for working smart. And once you do that, you'll be able to capitalize and you'll be a true, thoroughbred entrepreneur. One quote I learned from my boy Eli, he said he spoke to a millionaire. He said, if you're saying you're a business owner, if somebody comes to you now and offers you $2 million for your business, will that business still run without you? Now, if that business cannot run without you, then it's not a relative business. You're not a business owner. Like, you're a self-employee. Until you have a systems in play and a teams in place, then you're not technically a business owner where you can sell your business to somebody. So when he told me that, it really made me look at everything different. Wow, because if I'm not training people, they're not probably going to train with somebody else. They're buying for my personality, my methods. So I'm like, how can I do this? Before I even had the app, I was already sending it to like workouts to people because I wanted to help them. But now I've seen the app and I see how I can scale it. And there's no limit on how many people could be on there, then I might as well time and energy on that instead of training more people. I could train more people and work more hours and I can make more money. Yeah, but that's the easy route. Let me take the smart route, focus on me leveraging what I know, my ideas, and have people pay for it over time, which is the royalties. Once you decide to take a step back and look at your situation, you will understand you're spending a lot of time doing earned income and you're not focused on these other streams and you're not making profit you're not creating interest you're not even putting yourself in a space to even have rental income it's very important to have that conversation with yourself what i realized was kb like
1: i said if i just took a week months off just to like really educate myself on the other six streams kb like my life would have been completely different but again i look at everything as i don't take l's i take lessons all of those Grand mode years that I had was just a big lesson for me. And I want the entrepreneurs that's listening, like, I know you be telling everybody you're in grand mode. I know it sounds sexy. It sounds like the right thing to say. And like what KB said earlier, there's different seasons for it, for real. When those years, when you made your most money,
2: I just want to ask you a couple simple questions. How did you feel? Did you, you know, take vacation? And how many times did you ever get to see your family?
1: So... When I was in ground mode, the first thing you said was, how did I feel? So I felt exhausted. I felt in the worst physical condition. My body is, I was extremely skinny and I'm already slim fit. So I'm like, I was just, I was like bony. It, it was bad. And when I went on vacation or I did go on a trip, I was always thinking about work. So like, even when I was out the country, I was doing something I was just thinking about, you know, how's the things going back home? Because again, the systems wasn't tight. That was a, a problem. And then the third thing was I probably saw my family once a year or twice a year. And that's not why we become entrepreneurs. We become entrepreneurs to have the freedom to see our family whenever we want and enjoy the time that we with them. And I ain't have none of those luxuries.
2: And that's the thing I wanted you to point out to be transparent with people, because you see it all the time when people say, "I did this x amount of numbers this year. I did this in six months," but they're not giving you the real is the inside of what they're not posting and what they're not showing. And I've been learning to accept that because my myself was always in grind mode. I feel like I've been grind mode since I was fourteen. Where <laughs> <laughs> even if I made money, I never enjoyed it. We do these things, entrepreneurs, because we want to. We want to grind. We want to get money. We want to have freedom. But in the, in the process, we just shut everything out from if it's not business related, we don't even care about it. We don't even tend to it. And that's not sustainable. It's not and it's not healthy for your lifestyle. I, remember I couldn't sleep like four hours a day. and it's, This is not cool. Like I'm working out, but I'm not really getting the gains I want because I'm not resting. So that's why I was, grind mode is not sustainable. Like You got to cut back and you got to focus on working smarter instead of working harder. Yeah, man. And I think that's a big thing that
1: if the entrepreneurs, they take that away is, yo, man, there's nothing wrong with being in ground mode, but you also got to know, like, when do you go to smart mode? When do you go to, like, study mode, understand yourself mode, develop better system mode? Those are the modes we really want entrepreneurs to get locked in with.
2: So I know y'all probably like, damn, we pulled a few feathers with this one. <laughs> <laughs> we never leave y'all hanging and we got some keys for y'all. One of the first solutions I have for the first problem is seven streams income released to a millionaire is to do this. Start backwards. Create a business model for the amount of money that you think you deserve. And people always say they want six figures. Okay, but how much? Because 100K is six figures. 500K is six figures. 750 is six figures. So after you solidify that number, break it down in months, weeks, and daily. Then list the action steps and activities you need to perform. So whether that's email lists, meetings, ads, phone calls, posting on IG, these are things that you need to know. And after you do that, give those daily activities a new metric value. That means I got to go live three times a week. I got to send out 20 emails. Have that in front of you. Then read it backwards every day. Facts. So when you read it backwards, yo, I need to do this on a daily. I need to do this on a daily. I need to do this on a daily. And then as you increase that, you are like, oh, I did this by each month and then by by each week, by each month. And then boom, this is what I did in the year. So the best thing to do is create a business model or start backwards. And then from there, read it every day backwards.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a great point, bro, because if our entrepreneurs, man, you begin any journey, activity or task with the end in mind, you can't lose because you already know what the end goal is because that's what you're starting with. Here's my solution, right? Our entrepreneurs always say, I need seven different streams of income. I repeat, you do not need seven different streams. You need to build one stream seven different ways. I got seven different ways of how you could build one stream. And I want y'all to write this down. The first way is if you have one stream, you can sell a product, right? You could write a book or an ebook. You could create a course. You could create a podcast like what KB and I are doing. You could create an app like what KB got. You could create a YouTube channel or you could create a subscription service all from one stream of income or one business idea, one business venture. You take that and you go these seven different ways and that's how you build one stream Seven different ways.
2: I love it. I love it. It's making me think like about more different streams that I can do. One of the uh, second keys that I have for people who say I'm a jack of all trades. Step one, just scale back, bro. Focus on the one business that comes second nature to you. So this means you can do it with minimum effort and you can still get the job done excellently. This is way easier to make money from. So when you can make money from this particular business, you hire members and you have them carry out your systems. Mm-hmm. So if you're good at doing hair for females out there or you're a barber, you make money from that. And then you make it from money from that. And then you could get, instead of having a suite, you could get a whole shop. Now you could get residual income by having these different chairs. And you just got to understand if a barber is, it makes it easy for you, and you could cut somebody here in 30 minutes and you could lace it. You could always increase your value with your pricing for your earned income when you're a sole entrepreneur. So you got to understand, when you scale back and focus on that one particular thing, it could lead to other streams. And you'd rather be the best of one thing than be what's his name.
1: Our entrepreneurs, you don't want to be, yo, what's his name? Yo, what's her name? Yo, you try to be the master. And, and that kind of pours into my solution for that problem. Here's my solution, listeners. I said this it's better to master one skill than to be average at a bunch of different skills because people will pay more for an expert than they will a novice. I'll say that one more time. It's better to master one skill than to be average at a bunch of skills because people will pay more for an expert than they will a novice. And here's the second part of that. A novice, they make chump change. An expert, they make the big bucks. (laughs) Come on now, your listeners. I'm going to say that one more time. A novice, they make chump change. The expert, they make the big bucks. Just like that.
2: I like that. I'm actually going to write that one down myself. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be an expert. The third key is for the people that say they are in grind mode. Shift grind mode to smart mode. Mm -hmm. So don't get paid for working harder. Get paid for working smarter. So this is what you need to do, literally. Make a list of these three things. The first column should be things you can automate. The second column is things you can duplicate. And the third thing is things you can delegate. And when you make a list of every task that you do in your business and you filter out these things, it's going to give you more time to yourself so you can focus on marketing your brand. And you can find ways to implement and hire other people. Because you want to be the boss, but if you're going no workers, then how are you really the boss? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Make a list of these certain things and it will help you. And I didn't realize this until we got our virtual assistant. Shout out to Morgan. And she's like, yo, I'm here to work for you guys. Just let me know what to do. And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know all the different things that I do. Yep. And she said, write down everything that you do. And whatever she doesn't know, we can train her and we train her and we show her how to do certain things like we don't like editing these podcast episodes anymore because it is tedious to us but one thing is great about her that she loves editing so we win and it's like she gets value from us and we get value from her and we can create more teams like that and leverage our time and that's just the way it is if you want to be a true entrepreneur
1: yeah bro and shout out to Morgan again man she literally makes running a podcast super easy and, and it takes a lot of stress off a of KBNR's plate. So that's the best thing of having a team. When you have a team, things that you might not enjoy, someone in your team might love. And that's why, again, we want our entrepreneurs to understand, just build your first stream strong. So here's my final solution for that problem. When entrepreneurs say that uh, they're in ground mode, remember this quote, Wages make you a living. Profits make you a fortune. And what I want my entrepreneurs to take away from that is you can make a lot of money in earned income, but again, it's going to do that, make you a living. But once you change gears, once you change gears from wages to profits, your life changes and you live a different lifestyle. And then that's how you achieve
2: financial freedom. And that's what everybody wants and that's what everybody's posting. But are we doing the little things that's going to put us in position? My final takeaway is this. We all want the bag. We all want different kind of bags. We all want money when we sleep. We get it. But what are we doing while we awake is most important. And that means working smarter and also delegating, automating, and trying to minimize the amount of work that we're doing physically. Creating different pathways from one stream income. And I think it's very important that we understand as entrepreneurs, you're not going to work your way to a million. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. It's not going to happen. And if it does happen, you'd probably be dead by the time you get the chance (laughs) to spend that money. (laughs) So the only way to actually get there, because we all true ones want to get there, other people have different goals, is by using these different streams and understand that there is different streams and taking that one particular business and run it up. It's not going to limit you to say this is all you can do but I'd rather be known than be what's his name. That's all I got, that's all I got.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and my final takeaway for all the entrepreneurs listening is uh, just like what we said earlier, man, just always remember, the reason why we decided to name this topic in this episode, Seven Streams of Income, is because we wanna emphasize that you do not need seven different streams of income. All you need is you need to build one stream seven different ways. Entrepreneurhood.
0: Anyone can start, but only champions finish. Now that you've completed this episode, you're ready to continue your journey by connecting directly with our hosts of Entrepreneurhood. Follow us on Instagram at The Entrepreneurhood to stay updated with the community. For each episode, the first set of listeners to tag us on Instagram and leave a five-star review will be entered into a drawing to get a free one-on-one coaching session on the topic of entrepreneurship with our hosts. Remember, there is no shame in struggling Because we fail, we grow, and we win. Right here on Entrepreneurhood.